La reine de la côte I cried my tears in the midst of my fears Now I run away from my peers The pressure air tight The bus about to cap open In the dead of the dark For the light I be hoping For a ray of sunshine To perform as my time I fantasize all night To reality guns on me The shoes I can't walk in They ain't for me My biggest enemy is my doubt Biggest enemy is that clout Biggest enemy is that cops Biggest enemy is my reflection Cause since we're perfect Then I will never be a mean Good evening, my people. It's your girl, D-E-E-V-A, and you're welcome to Straight Talk FM. It's a brand new week and a brand new episode. And you know how we do it. We give it to you. I see their hearts, like my Niger people will say. All your trending gist, trending music, trending arguments. We do it all right here on Street Talk FM. No limits, no cap, no censor. And I can't wait to let you guys in on what we have for you today. But before we get into that, like I always tell you guys, stay safe, please. Wherever you are in the world. Wash your hands, sanitize, have your face mask on. Stay at home, please. Stay at home. The spread is getting crazy. And if we're all dead, none of us is going to come out of the pandemic. So please stay at home. All right, guys? Let's get down to business. So we're going to be discussing four things today. Number one, we're going to be discussing Abakiari, Nigeria's dead former chief of staff. Number two, we're going to be discussing nasty black skit that he released yesterday. Number three... We're going to be talking about Beyonce versus Rihanna. That has been the trending argument today, especially across social media networks. So we're going to delve into that. And lastly, we're going to talk about COVID-19 updates as usual. So let's get into it. I'll be right back. Okay, so let's talk about Abakiari. Especially for you guys listening from outside the country who don't know who Abakiari is, Abakiari happens to be Nigeria's former chief of staff. He was actually chief of staff until he died of the coronavirus. Now, when Abakiari died, I have to be honest, I felt nothing. Because, especially people in power, leaders, politicians, I feel nothing for them. Because these are people who we gave the power to become leaders and change stuff for us but they go there it's either they go there and they get too comfortable or they go against the people totally which is not acceptable to us as the electorate so i don't feel anything for them when bad things start happening to them because turns out it's a product of the bad decisions that they've been making you know they get too comfortable when they get the power they feel like they've arrived and they just let everything happen to the masses because they can't relate to what the masses are going through so when he died, I just felt, whoa, these are the guys who've been begging to create good hospitals, you know, to change the healthcare system. And they did nothing. And now that coronavirus is here, they've got nowhere to run. And Abakiari was the first of the powerful people to die. So it's like, hmm, it's really happening right now. So I feel like for Nigeria, especially the politicians, it got really real, you know, since Abakiari died and all especially since there were speculations that he died earlier and that news was being hidden. Nigerians were so, you know, they felt nothing for him. According to the reactions on social media, Nigerians were not sympathetic at all and I can't blame them. Millions of people have died due to the bad healthcare system, due to the negligence of our leaders. So it was just like one political soul won't change anything, you know. 
Why should we feel anything for such a person? And I felt the same way. But then, it's really, really sad that this happened to him. I mean, nobody wishes death on anyone, but this was not our fault. It wasn't like he was murdered. It was coronavirus. So, to all you leaders who get to hear this sometime, or probably find this somewhere, I'm talking to all of you, you leaders. It's time that you start doing something because all the bad decisions you make are eventually going to haunt you. Karma is real. Karma might not work exactly how we want it to work, but it's real though. So every bad decision you make comes back to you. You should learn to be empathic because you were once part of these masses before you became leaders. So I hope our leaders can actually learn from this and become better. But for now, I guess it's time for them to reap the fruits of their labor, I guess. So what can we do? I mean, condolences to his family and all, but I don't feel much. And that's it. So let's talk about Nasty Black. Now, Nasty Black is actually an Instagram comedian, in case you haven't heard that name before. He's a friend of Sydney Talkers because they feature in each other's skits and they hang out a lot. So I'm scrolling by Twitter and I'm minding my business. I'm sure some of you would have figured that Twitter is my favorite social media platform by now. But then, yeah, back to the matter. I'm scrolling by Twitter, minding my business, and I see the skits that Nasty Black did. And I open to watch it, you know, I'm looking for a laugh. And then I discover that he's depicting rape. Hmm. Apart from the fact that it's children, I find it very disgusting. Now, what I'm about to say is something I've always wanted to share. But then I'll share it now. I've actually been raped multiple times. And the second time I was raped, <laughs> what I saw in that video was literally my exact scenario. A guy who wanted to rape me locked me up, threw the key somewhere so I would have a hard time finding it. And when I saw that video, you know, seeing him lock the, key, the door like that and throw the key away gave me a terrible flashback. And I can only imagine what other people who have been raped before felt watching that video. And for somebody to depict rape like that, for somebody to be thinking in that line of thought, I don't think anybody can convince me that the person is, you know, mentally okay. For me, that line of thought is a criminal one. And it signifies a rapist. Even if you're not a rapist, thinking in that line of thought is sick. In fact, it was too vivid for me. It was almost like it came easy to him. And I don't know what it is about women that makes men feel like we're supposed to be the butt of the joke or there's something in our lives to find humor in. Now, I'm not saying don't make jokes out of everyday situations, but why is it that most times women are the butt of the joke? How do you depict something like that and you're comfortable? You watch the video, people around you watch the video and they all locate it. Make it make sense. It is wrong. It is very wrong. It's wrong to make jokes about sexual abuse or sexual rape or objective, you know, objectification of women. It's it's a madness. And 
we shouldn't be found doing this. It is wrong. Anybody can make art without being insulted, without being offensive. But double checking what they make. So if somebody felt comfortable making that, shooting it. If the girl even felt comfortable starring in something like that, you know, there's so many people have fault here. And it's just really, really insane right now. And this is not okay. Right now, that's just the best way I can say my opinion. It is not okay on any level. If I were them, I would investigate this guy. That's just the truth. Because it's not okay. And having, you know, created something that vivid is really insane. So yeah, enough about that. Let's talk about something else. Okay, so on to the Beyonce versus Rihanna argument. Let me start by saying I'm a vivid, or should I say rigid? Yeah, rigid. Vivid is not the word, it's rigid. I'm a rigid and permanent member of the Bayhive. But as an upcoming A&R, I can promise you that my opinion will be the right one. And the truth is, Rihanna is the hit maker. I think the argument for today was who makes more hits, Beyonce or Rihanna? And I'll tell you, Rihanna has more hits. I love Beyonce so much. I admire her artistry. I think she's very intelligent. She's very classy, has a great voice, has a great brand, you know. She has this touch of perfection to everything she does. But you see Rihanna? Rihanna is a hit on her own. She's a hit maker, serial hit maker hit upon hit rihanna can have an album with no skips she is that good i tell you she's damn good she's damn good and i don't think there's any contest when it comes to hits i think we all know the truth but i was surprised to see a lot of you know funny takes on this issue i heard people saying something like oh yeah really no one person beyonce has had sex with but rihanna we like have a whole list you know people literally slot shamed rihanna for this argument and it's, it's a crazy thing man to think that people actually thought about this in an argument as simple and straightforward as this is really funny some even said beyonce is not relatable and that rihanna is more relatable you know a whole lot of things i heard a whole lot of things and, uh, and for some, I even understood what they were driving at, but it's just really, really crazy. The things I was hearing, <laughs> or seeing, rather, were actually very funny. And of course, the Bayhab, they were trying so hard to defend their coin. But I don't think there was anything to defend here. I think the numbers signified that Beyonce had less hits than Rihanna. And so did the fans, really. So I don't think there was really any argument. When it comes to hits, Rihanna is boss. And that's end of discussion, I beg. So on to COVID-19. Some of you are just stubborn. I think stubbornness is in the Nigerian constitution because I don't know why some of you are still outside looking for places to go 
Some of you are not even essential workers, but you guys are looking for somewhere to go. Please stay at home. Stop going out. If you don't have sanitizer in your house, go and buy. Stop it. Wash your hands. Do you understand? Stop touching surfaces without cleaning the surfaces, without putting hand sanitizer on your hand. It's crazy, guys. It's like some of you are trying so hard to die. There are so many health workers dying because of some of you. Like, it's crazy that some of you actually go to hospitals and you lie about your symptoms, and it's terrible. These doctors who are treating you have family, they have kids, they have people waiting for them to come home. And you lie to them about your symptoms and put them at risk. Such people should be sent to jail as far as I'm concerned. And I'm glad that Songwulu agrees with me. Because he said those people are going to be prosecuted. They should be jailed. Because they are bioterrorists. You know, robbing people of their lives just because you want to be treated. Not caring how their family feels. Not caring if they're going to survive or not. I think it's a different kind of wickedness and there's a different level to it. Please, let's stop partaking in such evil, I beg. Let's stop partaking in such wickedness, please. Okay? If you've been doing this, it's time to stop. Don't lie about your symptoms. If you know you've been around anybody who has coronavirus, self-isolate. If you've been around structures who hosted positive people, self-isolate. You know exactly what to do, please, guys. Let's do better. More doctors are dying. Last time I spoke to you, it was just Dr. Chubo we were talking about. Now we have about five health workers dead. I think two, two doctors, two physiotherapists, and one nurse. Guys, it's not fair. Please, let's do better. Look at the cases. As at last week, we were talking about 400 and something, and now we're looking at 700, over 700 cases. With 59 new cases, you know, in Lagos alone, is insane, man. Please, let's stop this. The earlier we start behaving, the earlier this pandemic ends and we can all go back to the lives we know. So let's all cooperate to make this happen. Alright, guys? Okay. Also, concerning COVID-19, I think it's crazy that loose doctors are unpaid for six months. These are people who are struggling to keep us safe, who are risking their lives for close to nothing, and they still not pay them. Their families are under lockdown. Please, let's do something about this ASAP. Whether it's the health commissioner or the finance commissioner or the governor, that has something to do with this, I don't know. But please, let's not be wicked to people who are doing good to us. Doctors are in isolation for God's sake because some of them are at risk of COVID. How can they now be in a lockdown and still be hungry? And still not earn money for the work they've done? When these people die, they're not getting anything for hazard allowance. 5,000 is what they get. So please, the government should please pay these guys up. Please, that's the least they deserve. That's the very least. Right now, they deserve a raise. But can we even start with the original salary? I beg. Because it's insane. 
these kind of things make me wonder if we human beings just have a penchant for wickedness because with all the billions going into covid there's absolutely no reason absolutely no reason why these guys should not be paid right now so please the god's government you need to do better this kind of thing should not happen especially to doctors who are saving lives every day i beg let's do better All right, straight talkers, we've come to the end of the show. It's been so beautiful having you guys around. Thank you for coming on this journey with me every Wednesday and every Friday. I really appreciate you guys. Please don't forget your comments, your ideas, your views on whatever we discuss on the show is welcome. Please send me a tweet or DM me. My handle on Twitter is Duchess Diva, D-W-E-V-A on Twitter, and Diva Official on Instagram, D-W-E-V-A. Tell us how you feel about the show, anything you don't agree with, your feedback, what you want us to talk about. Everything you like is always welcome Straight Talk FM. It's been great doing this with you guys today. Till I see you on Friday. Bye.